0: If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the
1: truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws.
0: That we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and Merciful Lord grants you absolution and remission of all your sins, true
1: repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. praise ye the lord
2: the lord's name be praised
0: psalm 139. O lord thou hast searched me out and known
1: me thou knowest my down sitting and mine uprising thou understandest my thoughts long before
2: thou art about my path and about my bed and art acquainted with all my ways
1: For lo, there is not a word in my tongue, but thou, O Lord, knowest it altogether.
2: Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me.
1: Such knowledge is too wonderful and excellent for me. I cannot attain unto it.
2: Whither shall I go then from thy spirit, or whither shall I go then from thy presence?
1: If I climb up into heaven, thou art there. If I go down to hell, thou art there also.
2: If I take the wings of the morning, and remain in the uttermost parts of the sea.
1: Even there also shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me.
2: If I say, peradventure, the darkness shall cover me, then shall my night be turned to day.
1: Yea, the darkness is no darkness with thee, but the night is as clear as the day. The darkness and light to thee are both alike.
2: For my reins are thine, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb.
1: I will give thanks unto thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well.
2: My bones are not hid from thee, though I be made secretly and fashioned beneath in the earth.
1: Thine eyes did see my substance yet being imperfect, and in thy book were all my members written.
2: Which day by day were fashioned, when as yet there were none of them.
1: How dear are thy counsels unto me, O God! O how great is the sum of
2: them! If I tell them they are more in number than the sand, when I wake up, I am present with thee.
1: Wilt thou not slay the wicked, O God? Depart from me, ye bloodthirsty men.
2: For they speak unrighteously against thee, and thine enemies take thy name in vain.
1: Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am I not grieved with those that rise up against thee?
2: Yea, I hate them right sore, even as though they were mine enemies.
1: Try me, O God, and seek the ground of my heart. Prove me and examine my thoughts.
2: Look well if there be any way of wickedness in me, and
0: lead me in the way everlasting. Of the 32nd chapter of
2: the book of Jeremiah. Now, therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning city of which you say it shall be delivered into the hand of the king of babylon by the sword by the famine and by the pestilence behold i will gather them out of all countries where i have driven them in my anger in my fury and in great wrath i will bring them back to this place and i will cause them to dwell safely they shall be my people and i will be their god then i will give them one heart and one way
0: that they may fear me
2: forever for the good of them and their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, that I will not turn away from doing them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts, so they will not depart from me. Yes, I will rejoice over them to do good I will rejoice over them, to do them good, and I will assuredly plant them in this land with all my heart and with all my soul. For thus says the Lord, just as I have brought all this great calamity on this people, so I will bring on them all the good that I have promised them. Here
0: ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath
1: rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him
2: Here begins the forty-fourth verse of the twelfth chapter of the Gospel of St. John. Nevertheless, oh, Then Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness and if anyone hears my words and does does not believe i do not judge him for i did not come to judge the world but to save the world he who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him the word that i have spoken will judge him in the last day for i have not spoken on my own authority but the father who sent me gave me a command what i should say and what i should speak and i know that his command is everlasting life Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak.
0: Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace
1: according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. We beseech thee, Almighty God, mercifully to look upon thy people, that by thy great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore, both in body and soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission, and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just work do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night,
0: for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to everyone. A couple of notes about our lessons for tonight.
1: Begin in Psalm 139, which is a psalm that's pretty familiar to a lot of us um, and which focuses on um, kind of the psalmist walking through uh, a season of perplexity and the sense of being um, beset by um, enemies and feeling the pressure to give in to despondency and despair around that pressure that he is feeling. Uh, and the meditation that the psalmist uh, walks through that uh, delivers him from this despondency has a kind of threefold structure to it. Um, one, there is a meditation on God's knowledge that God is able to see the matter from all sides and um, from all possible vantage points, and that this uh, and that the this leads the psalmist to acknowledge his own sort of um, limited perspective, but uh, takes comfort in God's sort of comprehensive perspective. The second movement of the psalm has to do with god's um presence and um, that if you know the psalmist remembers that there is no place that he can go where god cannot be present to him uh, and with him and that this includes if he takes the wings and soars into heaven or if he is you know descends into the uttermost depths you know the very foundation stone of creation um that god can be present to him in both of those places and so um, there is no scenario that can play out that God cannot, um, they, they, they would take God by surprise and there is no place that uh, he can be dragged um, that uh, God cannot redeem and rescue and save him and be present to him. And then in the third movement of the psalm, there's this, um, there's a meditation on the power of God, um, which is, um, you know, which has the ability to sort of renew and bring life um, and to change uh, the the course of events. Um, even though it is, you know, sort of tempered by loving kindness. And so this threefold meditation is what stabilizes the psalmist, ultimately, a remembrance of these things and the combination of these attributes of God. Um, The fact that he is knowledgeable, that he is um, present and that he is powerful um, enables the psalmist to take hope um, in the face of that despondency just enough that he does not give, give into despair. Um, And it chooses instead to remain loyal to God um, rather than to cave in and give in to the demands of these enemies that are besetting him. I think it's a significant um, movement of soul that we see on display there in that psalm, one that's very relatable, um, one that 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 we can continue to meditate upon uh, over the course of a lifetime. But as it pertains to Jeremiah tonight, it really helps us to give, a, give us a lens through which to see the events that are taking place. That um, that God has spent, you know, all these chapters we've been reading in Jeremiah uh, detailing um, the desolation that He is going to inflict upon Judah for its uh, idolatry and for its compromise and for the grievous sins that it has committed, um, trying to kind of live the way it will um, and being disloyal to the covenant. Um, that You know the God who has the you know that the God who is their their you know sort of their covenant partner um, has seen all of these things. They have not hidden these things from Him, and He's going to visit a very calculated kind of justice upon them. He's going to allow a nation to rise up and to conquer them. Um, But the great power of God is going to be um, demonstrated in the fact that 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 conquest is going to be given a limit. Um, And this is the really astonishing thing if you're Someone in the ancient Near East um, to think that you know Nebuchadnezzar, the mighty king of Babylon, has someone who will reign him in, um, is something that you know no other people groups would, would would attest to. He has conquered the Egyptians by this point. He's conquered so many different powerful peoples. What is this kind of small nation in the midst of the, of, of all of that? And yet, you know, in the, the the in the or this oracle from Jeremiah tonight, we see uh, God promising to Judah through the through Jeremiah that in in just as just as he will inflict and restrain the judgment on Judah to precisely address the great transgressions that they've committed um, even so he is going to uh, just as easily and ably and capably restore their fortunes in due time and gather back the seeming impossible which is to gather back this this sort of scattered people um, the, his faithful that are scattered throughout the world and gather them back together as one people, and this will, he says, this will be a sign. You know, this will be a sign of that I, that I, the Lord, am doing these things. Um, and so what we see there is is a reflection of the psalmist in one thirty nine reflecting on this: is um, that you know whether in the midst of desolation and calamity or whether in the midst of prosperity and blessing, God remains God, and the only the only agent in the covenant relationship that admits of changing in the midst of, in all that is is us is those people that he has contracted the covenant with um, we fluctuate in our loyalty and love for God God never fluctuates in his steadfast and loyal faithful love for us um, and so whether or not um, the consequences of our of our actions and our imprudent actions and our sinful actions um, bring upon us great calamity um, God is just as ably to able to be present there and to know how how to bring as to bring life and salvation out of even that moment and to be able to execute that salvation in the midst of that moment. Um, so whether it's in the calamity of Judah or elsewise, God remains God, and we can. And what what matters most in that moment is whether we're in a season of consolation or whether in a season of desolation, that you know that we remain steadfast and loyal and persevere um, in faithfulness. Um, That is the thing, the only thing that can change and can rise and fall is that factor. And that's the factor that we're called to attend to and that our prayer and our prayerful recollection enables us to sort of stay put in the midst of. And then finally, in our lesson from John, what we're getting in the end of chapter 12 here is kind of a summary of Jesus' teaching ministry to the public. Um, We're we're, we're seeing Jesus' sort of final public teaching before he enters into his passion. And it's a way of sort of summarizing what has what he has been teaching about the nature of his mission in the world to that point. Um, and Jesus points out that you know this is you know, uh, you know he has come to you know not on his own accord but be, having been sent um, as as a, an expression of the love of the Father and also to illuminate the world. Um, not so that you know, not in some sort of vague and you know, warm fuzzy kind of way but to um, shine a light on everything so that everything can be made manifest for what it really is that when the light of the world comes into the world um, it shows things for what they really are um, and so even though the light enters the darkness the darkness does not overtake the light the darkness does not prevail and keep things hidden where the light wills to shine um, and so you know this theme we've been tracking in John's Gospel since chapter one of how the light has come into the world. Um, this is now going to be sort of um, the the lens through which we see the passion narrative. That as Jesus um, contends um, for us and for our sake, uh, out of the out of the great love of his Father that has sent him into the world, um, he is going to illuminate everybody uh, on the scene, everybody in the passion narrative is shown for what they are in proximity to Jesus and his crucifixion. Uh, And so what we're about to see here is, again, that no matter where we are, um, whether we are, on, you know, we're persevering steadfastly and loyally or whether we have departed and, you know, God has remained God and God is unavoidable. God is, um, God cannot be outwitted and God cannot be overpowered Um, no matter what happens. And that's, both a disconcerting thought insofar as we like to imagine life uh, as being, as it being possible for us to live it, you know, however we want. Um, but it is um, an endless supply of hope for us insofar as we can know that no matter, you know, where we are, the moment we turn in repentance, any place, no matter how unlikely, can be the beginning of salvation for us. Um, and so, you know, whether, you know, it is in darkness or in light um, there we can um, turn and we will find God there willing to meet us and ready to receive us. And so it's, I think, an important thing to remember as we uh, are about to witness again, um, the great passion of our Lord in Holy Week as we await
0: the resurrection. We'll close tonight with our intercession on page 590.
1: Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations and may, as many as have received it, live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant <clears throat> that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their homes, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Tend down my blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance
0: and better minds be merciful to all who are in any trouble And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their sinful necessities.
1: For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining in tonight, and thank you to Aaliyah, my co-leader tonight. Hope you have a wonderful start to your weekend.
0: Yep. Thank you, it's Father nice Hayden. Practice.
2: Thank you. Good evening, everybody. You. Have, good a good, evening. have a good
0: um, Have a great night, everybody. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>